you know, it's not every day that a hottie comes along and really wants to talk. But today is your lucky day. Ladies and gentlemen, here I cancel me, baby. That is right, because I have a special guest, okay? We are joined by James Maslow. He is the star of We Need to Talk. And before I get into how this film understood the assignment, thank God, James, it's great to see you. Now, I don't know if you remember this, but I actually interviewed you on a red carpet in LA when you were promoting 48 Hours to Live. And I asked you and your cast members if dancers are good in bed and if the move in the groove translates. So I don't know if you remember, but here we I are. That question. I hope my response was uh, obviously they're in tune with their bodies. Um, and if it wasn't, it should have been. But I see what you did there at the top. Love the intro. I do need to talk about this movie. So what do we got? What questions? Okay. So first of all, like I said, and I, I'm going to do a little side by side because consistency, I feel like that is what you said all those years ago, by the way. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is it safe to say dancers like got it going on in the bedroom? I asked them all this. I need What do they always butt. say? I'm not going to tell you until you tell me. I love dancers. Stamina. Oh, so dancers. you know from experience. Of course I do. Between you. Oh. How do you know? It's all in the hips. Oh. Oh, wow. This is special. It's all in the hips. It could go either way. It could go either way. See? I mean. Do you know the dance things I've been around? These are the girls I've been hanging out with. What do you think? <laughs> okay, listen, there's something very attractive about someone who knows how to move their body and is in tune with their body. You gotta get in the cardio, guys. Get in the cardio too, alright? Can't just lift. Keep it trim. Girls, are listening? Got it, let's find you one. Alright, and guys, that goes for guys too. Like, okay, we're that's nice about Don't you, know the same capacity, but like, I was in great shape doing Dancing with Stars. I tried to stay in great shape. Stuff, I'm saying. If I can only speak for me, I can't speak for other people because I don't know. I don't know. And for you? For me? I, I mean, that's. You don't, I don't need help. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that should help. Lift and all that too, but like, of course. Yeah. Okay, so, high five for the consistency. So, Number one, I love how this movie, like I said, it understood the assignment. Like, bless you for being part of a, you know, one hour, 20 minute runtime, not self-indulgent. Because, you know, movies now they drag on and on and it was witty and funny and sweet and not trying to push some woke narrative, which I make fun of on my show all the time. So you said, was this part of why you said this was your favorite project? Is that why? Uh, first of all, thank you for all that. And I can only take a small portion of credit for that. Uh, most of that goes to our fearless writer and director, Todd Wolf. And then the stellar cast they put around me. Um, the movie wouldn't have been anything without all of them. But yeah, I feel the same way. And we all do. It feels a little bit unique in today's time and place. We're not trying to push an agenda. We weren't even trying to be that PC. We weren't afraid of pushing the boundaries and Taking it back to some of our roots. I mean, think about the movies that made you laugh your ass off growing up. None of them were really politically correct. So I think we found a nice balance. We're like, we didn't care that much. We also didn't need to go out of our way to offend anybody. We just had a good time and kept it short, concise, played around, talked shit to each other the whole movie like any friends do in real life. And uh, our little comedy was made. I feel like you had fun and I could tell it came through. And that's the thing, because it, there were there were moments that were, you know, funny and politically incorrect. It totally captured, you know, the gaming world. Guys, by the way, James plays this like gaming influencer YouTube star who does, you know, 
uh, gaming reviews, right? And it totally captures that. But there's one scene that's so funny when you're playing with a kid and he makes a joke like, I knew you guys like little boys, whatever. And it's so funny. And I'm thinking that I feel like that kind of stuff wouldn't fly. And you have the room in an indie movie to go there and to do that. For sure. And I think that they did a great job of every character kind of keeps another character in check as well. So even though Great Scott, my character, is quite a prick at times, uh, borderline asshole or full-fledged, if you will, he still gets it back as well. It's not just 100% of him being rude or being a bully. And I think that anybody who games understands that. Like nobody ever does things to try and actually fend or hurt somebody else's feelings. If it happens once in a while, you know you're getting it back twice as bad later and that's where the balance comes in. It's true. And you are, I have to say, you are very funny. You have very funny comedic timing. And it's true. Like, he's not such an asshole where you're like, ugh. it's like just enough, but it captures, we're going to get into this in a little bit, but I think it captures the narcissism <laughs> of our time, right? Like lucky us by the time um, to be alive. Exactly. Sorry. Especially, especially behind the camera. You yes. know, there are so many people who are like, they grew up, I didn't grow up on YouTube and social media. That was always a byproduct of more traditional acting and singing but this day and age most of the the young new superstars are coming from this world where they they know how much people love them they get direct feedback they don't have to wait for a movie to come out wait for a song to come out and i think you're absolutely right that that has to breed some sense of narcissism because you know you know the second i pick this up people love what i'm gonna say i can do whatever i want and that's a strange thing to wrap your head around but i feel like you probably relate because you have you have 2.5 million Instagram followers and there's the layer of this movie with your character and his girlfriend and you know the tension there because he's not he's more concerned with his every little thing his followers say right so he's, he's already laughing so I have to assume some of that hits close to home for sure and some of the character was derivative directly of when I do like I'm on an app called Cameo, right? Where people can basically pay for like a direct video, you know Cameo is. And you know, sometimes I'm tired and it's a very authentic like, hey guys, hope you had a great day. But most of the time, especially when it's a younger fan, um, I try and have this energy about it. And so it was easy to bring that. I even saw some tweets where people were like, yo, this is Great Scott is basically James on Cameo. Yeah, to some degree, not as over the top. I was like, what's up guys, how you doing? Hope you're having a stellar day. Thank you for the love, I'll see you on tour. And it is a little bit more of that, you know, putting it on, uh, which was easy to bring over to Scott. The difference is, like, right now I'm being me. On most of my social media, I try not to put it on. Um, I try and be as authentic and as much just generally me as I can, if that includes swearing and saying things to rub people wrong, that I'm actually okay with that these days. Scott isn't. Scott is 100% about, yo, I am this, the brand is me, me is my brand, that's all that matters. And I think that's unhealthy. But the thing is, how do you not, I mean, you're a character and you both in real, you know, you have millions of followers, right? I always joke about how I have a little bit of leeway because I touch on really controversial, provocative issues. And I feel like I get away with it because my following isn't massive and I don't have these people all the time on my head. So, you know, I'm looking forward to that day. However, I feel like, how do you not get, I mean, I can only imagine, right? Especially with the stuff I touch on, how do you not get, you know, in, in, you know, engulfed in every little thing, you know, people are saying, I, I almost like empathize with your character in a way. I know I do it. Sure. Uh, you know, I, I've never been one to like to read my own press. 
Unless, of course, it's really fantastic press. The director of this movie sends me just sent me an article. It's great. I look awesome. I read those. Um, but seriously, you can't you can't just just don't go through and consume yourself with reading every comment because, yeah, hopefully a lot of them are positive, but it's inevitable. The bigger you become, the more negative comments are going to be. When you start growing into, you know, more and more success, more followers, whichever way you want to phrase it. It's not because everybody likes you. A lot of people jump online. This is no secret just to talk shit, just to poke buttons, just to be trolls. So just expect them to be there. And I just, I don't give a shit. In fact, like the more of that that goes on, as long as it's not like crazy and malicious and hurting like another fan or something like that, right. that's great. I don't fucking care. Right. You know, it just is a testament to like, well, there are enough people out there to care to cause controversy. And unfortunately that's kind of a good thing these days. Yeah, oh yeah. Here for the F-bomb. So talking to that point- Oh, we're not supposed to swear in this? Uh, oh, hello, have you seen the name of my show? Like, please. Just, that's the impression I got. Please okay. have at yeah. it. Although I'm trying to be more of a lady and, you know, button myself up these days. So why, did, why can ladies not swear? What's that? Why should ladies not swear? True that, right? Equality, am I right? You got my blessing. They, well, thank you, James well, Maslow. So, okay, I was on a panel recently and we talked about Hollywood moving past the controlling, like what we were saying earlier, the cancel culture, the woke narratives. And someone on the panel said, I feel like all the actors and celebrities I know are gravitating toward these indie films because like we were saying earlier, there's more freedom, right? They can do what they want. It's not these big controlling studios. So do you see that happening? And, you know, do you see almost like a renaissance of art coming where people are going to be like, I've had it with what we can and can't say? Well, let me address that from two different perspectives. On the one hand, I am not turning down Marvel movies quite yet. I'd love Fair to enough. have that problem. So, Fair enough. <laughs> indie movies, you know, I'm still building my career as an actor, differentiating from years and years of big time rush. And yeah, yeah these are opportunities that I can go after and, and, and get that are going to lead towards bigger opportunities. When I get to a place where I can do anything I want and green light any script I want, then of course, I'm going to pick and choose as best I can ones that don't, fit some narrative I don't believe in. Um, but generally speaking, yes, I think indie films, you know, they allow the actor, the writer, the producer to have a lot more freedom. Because I've also done studio films and there's just a lot more cooks in the kitchen, a lot more fear of offending somebody, especially in today's culture, cancel culture, if you will. People are just looking for a reason to ruin somebody else's life and career. It's fucking mind blowing to me, but I just, I'm choosing not to live in fear. I'm gonna go and do projects that I wanna do. And you know, again, you're only gonna to get to that place if you're, at a, <laughs> you're successful enough that people care that much. So I guess it's a bit of a double-edged sword in that regard. Mm -hmm. It's true though. And I think so many people are in this boat where they are over it. So I feel like everybody's waiting for Hollywood to catch up. And I'm sure like when, even when I was out there on the carpet and at all these award shows, I mean, I saw it even pre-pandemic. So I can't even imagine what you see in terms of like the control and, and all that, and movies not being made, or yeah. things, you know, wines not being approved, you know, whatever, you know. We've always become a little too sensitive. And yeah. I try and say this with a certain amount of sensitivity, but also we have yeah. to just grow up a little bit and not be triggered by every little thing. Doesn't mean be disrespectful, doesn't mean be an asshole, no. But when comedians are afraid to make a joke, that's absurd to me. Why are jokes funny? Because they're unexpected, because they push boundaries, because, you know, I do disagree. It's gone a little too far. And I hope that, you know, 
we've learned some lessons or been some fantastic things that have come from this where people needed to be like, that was wrong. You're an asshole. Get out. But let's swing back to the middle where we're not just attacking people because it's fun. And to your point about growing up, it's like, you know, I saw, I heard a great thing the other day. It's like, you can't blame, you have to have accountability for how you feel. If someone makes you feel a type of way, you can't be blaming people all the time. Like we have to have some accountability and grow a pair to your point. Right. Um, with that said though, cause obviously this show is all about talking it out. What is something James Maslow in real life, you do have a hard time talking it out about that makes you feel like, especially maybe in this climate where you're like, Oh, oh I'm going to, I mean, generally speaking, uh, I just try and avoid politics, which is frustrating because it's not that I don't have an opinion on some of it or a lot of it. I read daily. I don't like to watch the news, but I get articles, whether it's from Axios or other sources every morning. I like to know what's going on. I don't consume myself in it and I don't let it frustrate me or ruin my day. But yeah, there's, there's quite a bit when it comes to that or even religion. I had a really unfortunate experience just last month. I took my girlfriend to Israel. I'd been once before, had an extremely great time. And I don't, maybe social media just wasn't as prevalent for me at that time. It was like seven years ago, six years ago. But I don't remember getting this much hate. I got death threats. Oh, that's terrible. Just for being in a country Mm -hmm. that was kind to me. Just for saying Jerusalem is beautiful. You should check it out if you get a chance. Just for saying the old city is, is incredible. How many thousands of years of history are here? This is so cool. I'm going on a tour. Nothing was, was in my mind, political. Nothing was obviously even in support of one side or one people or another. But that is just, you know, why so many people are afraid to support Israel, which is bullshit. Why so many people are afraid to say whatever it is they want to say. It's because you easily can get a cyber bully that just goes online and says awful things. And, I, you know, even though I'm used to it to some degree, it still doesn't feel good. And that's shitty. That's something that I hope changes. I don't think it will. They just like want us to be robots. I think, are you half Jewish and your mom's Catholic, your dad's Jewish and you're raised Jewish? Is this right? Correct. Yeah, yeah. I was raised Jewish. Nice. Yeah. Well, you know, it used to go through the father's bloodline, which is one of my favorite. I know. When somebody is really trying to be a prick. Um, But the cool part is, one reason I love Israel is I've never had somebody go, oh, your mother's not Jewish, you're not Jewish. Because people say that shit. It's kind of offensive. I went to Hebrew school my whole life. I choose to be what, whatever. But in Israel, they're like, you kidding me? You want to be Jewish? Hell yeah. Come, <laughs> We need the numbers. Come join us. Just as a people, they're so welcoming and inviting. So that's part of the reason I like visiting them. I agree completely. I could go on about this forever with you. I do have to wrap. With that said, would you go out on a limb and just maybe throw out an unpopular opinion about something? Well, I'll tie it back to the movie We Need to Talk because we actually didn't intend to preach about this, but we very much touch on the negative sides of social media. And again, I have millions of followers. I'm very, very lucky. I love that I get to engage with them on a daily basis. It makes them happy. It it brings more people out to concerts and watching movies like this. So that's all gravy. But it's just a nice reminder to appreciate the people that you see in your day-to-day life. You know, your mother, father, family, girlfriend, brother, kids, whatever it might be and your friends, the actual interaction, human interaction, I just think is so important. Mm -hmm. So not to sound like an old geezer on this, but one of the things that I take away when I watch Wendy to talk is set it down for a little bit. Even if it's just this dinner or it's 30 minutes in the morning, just like leave your phone and computer alone, take a breath and enjoy the day. It's so true. And it seems, you know, 
it seems a little PC, but you're right. Whether it be conversations like with a girlfriend, like in this movie or big issues, again, it's like this, they want us to all be robots and I'm all for hashing it out and talking it out. And that's why I thought this movie was very, very sweet and funny. Well, thank so, you so much. I appreciate the kind words. And uh, anybody watching, stop watching. Go watch Rainy to Talk. Tweet me what you think. Even if you hate it, I'm ready for it. And then talk about it. And yeah. then- we'll have right? a chance. And then you'll come around and be like, oh, James and she, fantastic. Now I love great Scott. You're gonna love it one way or another. I'm confident. It's a, it's a full circle moment, James. We'll have to have you back on again. We'll really get into it. Appreciate Anytime. you going there. And uh, thank you so much. Love Likewise, the movie. Thank you for your time. Appreciate it, Taylor. Good to Ditto. see you. Bye. So there you guys have it. What a fun little chat with James Maslow. I feel like if I had a little bit more time with him, we would have gone there. I feel like he was game. And I also feel like he definitely has some interesting opinions and point of views, political or not, which if I had my way, if I had a little more time, I would have gotten in there. And you know that I had a PR DMing me, right. As all these junkets, like your time is to wrap is now Taylor, your time to wrap is now. But I love that he was willing to, you know, at least acknowledge it. That's a step. Right. But I'm, I'm wondering, like, I'd love to hear your guys takes, like I'm wondering a, a, a peek into James Maslow's head about some of his uh, takes about politics unpopular or not. I was this close, but you know, to his point, I was thinking this as he was talking, Oh, he said he's willing to go, you know, anywhere, but not politics. You know, it's sad. And I talk about this on cancel me baby all the time, but like everything down to the color of my shirt today, I'm sure in some way, shape or form, right. Is political. Everything you touch is political. I mean, look at his point, even about going to Israel, which by the way, is the most beautiful place in the whole world. I went there um, on birthright. I've actually talked about it before. I think I talked about it actually in the Whippy Goldberg view Holocaust hot mess app, but, um, yeah, I'm totally with him on that. So that is where I would love to get a little piece of his brain. I was actually about to share an unpopular opinion I have, which my listeners know about, you know, how far me too has gone and everything that's going on with Bill Murray. I also don't know if you guys saw what happened with the man who was just fired from Netflix, but it is a whole to do. And my point is with all this, like, yes, you know, well, James had a very eloquent way of saying it's a good thing. It's been aired out, but you know, perhaps it's gone too far, you know, in this arena, it's like, we can't even flirt anymore. Like we, they are literally expecting us to be the stick figures that your five-year-olds bring home from kindergarten. And that is that. And that's the sad thing. It's like, we are stripping away everything that makes us I think, you know, human with brains or animalistic men, women, you know, attraction, all this and all that. So that was about to be my unpopular opinion. I was going to throw out there to make him feel warmed up to throw out his, but uh, Hey, you know, you can't, can't have it all guys. Another perhaps unpopular opinion that actually ties into this movie that I was going to throw out to him had we had more time is the idea that this movie, I feel like really shines a light on male influencers getting caught up in all of the narcissism, right? And it's funny because, you know, on the show, I'll play around with the idea of the IG um, model or the IG female influencer, right? And, you know, that whole ball of wax. And it's funny to me because at the same time, our culture is like men objectifying women, blah, blah 
blah, blah. But you wouldn't believe like I am down here in Southern Florida and you know how it rolls. It's so funny. It's like the girls taking pictures of the girls. It's like, they're just showing them the exact pose of the tits and the ass and cheering each other on and being each other's photographers and doing this whole like, yay, rah, rah, right. Of like bikini shots and the hot, sexy shots. But it's just so funny because at the same time, it's like, men, you guys are looking at us the wrong way. And they're over here. Like, listen, I was just enjoying, you know, my, my pickle back shot. I'll happily watch you be a spectator, but I was not involved in this process. Right. So I thought that was really funny. And that's something that people don't talk about too. How women, like I've been saying this forever on this show, but how women are the ones who like perpetuated and, 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 and like curate that like special IG model look and the clothes and the whole thing and the curated filter and all this. And yet, you know, men out here are getting tracked for having eyeballs and for looking when they really didn't have a say in the process. So I thought that this movie was clever in showing a male who, you know, gets caught up in the influencer life and is just self-destructive and self-absorbed and, um, you know, ruins everything around it basically. No, but like I said, he's just the right amount of dick. So very, very likable dick. And speaking of Dick, he is absolutely right. Something I noticed right away about this movie is that it almost brought me to that like American Pie Sarah Marshall comedy that he was talking about where it was just funny and it didn't give a shit and tapped into like real things that people actually, you know, think in their brains. And there's also self-deprecating humor in this movie about him having a perhaps tiny wiener. So shout out to that. We love that kind of moment here. So that is that with James Maslow. Hope to have him back on Cancel Me Baby. And remember, you know, no opinion is not worth airing out. Like I can get it. I can get if you are a celeb out here with a lot at stake and you are trying to get your coin, you know, up and take Thor's throne. I totally understand that. But with that said, I think that we need to really be airing out. I'm so happy he shared that story about posting in Israel and getting flat because that's absolutely outrageous. It just shows you like the thought control. You don't even have to say anything. You literally have to do one thing and you are dragged and for what? Like you all need to knock it off or perpetuating this. But I think the more that we have people not giving a shit, a la Chris Rock, a la Dave Chappelle, a la James Maslow, you know, sharing this Israel story, I think that is what it takes. So air out those opinions. I'm here for it all day, every day. And you know that cancel me, baby has got your back. This is always the place you can come to when we need to talk.